Welcome back to the Emo Social Club podcast, <laughs> broadcasting to you live from EmoSocialClub.tv. I am Brian. And I'm Lizzie. This is the Emo Social Club podcast. We are very professional and you'll never we're having know. A real, we're having a real tech difficulty today, guys. <laughs> you'll never know how my microphone felt recording that intro. You'll never you know. You can imagine it, though. You can believe, but you'll never In know. In your mind's eye. Uh, this is the Emo Social Club podcast, the podcast about emo and sociality and clubberiness. And uh, that's what we do Tom here. Foolery. Tom Foolery. And, and super profesh, just really good. You know, we, I don't know if you knew this. If you listened to last week's episode, maybe you did. But we were asked to do press at Riot Fest. So we're like, absolutely silly. Top tier, top level. We are doing better than some of your faves. Dude, check your faves. They could never check them, ask them, check DM them. them, DM slide into their DMs, slide. Cha-cha slide into them, Cha-cha real Cupid smooth. shuffle into them. Yeah. Uh, Cupid chokehold into them. <laughs> oh my God. This is uh, an episode with a band called the higher. Uh, I am so happy that this band is back together and you have no idea how fucking stoked I was to have them on the podcast. I literally, saw the 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 press email come in and i was like lizzie respond Get yeah he literally pod. sent me an all text like lizzie did you see and i'm like did i see what yeah he's like the hire and i'm like oh yeah that's on uh our, our friends uh well that's fresh uh yeah roster yeah i needed yeah. this pod to happen he did he <laughs> brian's had a really good streak of interviewing a lot of bands he really likes the whole goal and I'm happy here for him bestie. the whole goal here is to just get all my favorite bands to a reunite and go on tour and come to chicago and b get on the pod so so far we're doing a great job of it yeah my my bands are a little bit harder but we're getting there yeah mike hem said no yeah, you know what? They told everyone no, so none of us can really feel bad. In a way. I mean, even people, they told People Magazine no. So. They told People Magazine no, because they're not people. They're ghosts and otherwise. Yes. But we got the hire. Yeah, we have some other people, too, in the pipeline, as long as um we're able to schedule some stuff oh, that uh, I am personally very stoked about. Our and pipes that are I was full. freaking out in the press tent about. Yeah. Um, And Brian saw me at almost my peak fangirl to an extent mm -hmm. i've seen her explode uh if you want to also see lizzie explode you're gonna have oh to go God. to our social medias uh at emo social club on instagram at x emo social club x on twitter and tiktok follow us on all of them because you're gonna see content yeah don't be cowards yeah only don't cowards content cowards, hate co content cowards. <laughs> you content cowards how foolish Listen, i've been calling people cowards all week in different ways i ain't scared to say it uh to your face yeah say it put your pop filter to the test <laughs> content cowards <laughs> if you are enjoying the podcast too because if maybe maybe the hire is your fave they should be maybe uh one of these episodes will have your fave on if, if that's the case we've had your fave on at all you got to go into the podcast files 
on the the app that you're using a spotify an apple you got to get in them files and you got to say hello i am hacking you and i'm giving you five stars now it's hacking in the way that like limewire is hacking like yeah you're just it's, doing it's a favor. very simple very basic hacking but you know what you're doing a real a, a real good thing for the homies yeah it's hacking in the way that like logging into your friend's facebook profile and posting a status is hacking yeah we're not talking like edward snowden level all right like we're not gonna ask you to like do a bunch of crazy stuff and then become a russian citizen okay like we are not asking you to do that we are in fact probably asking you not to become a russian citizen <laughs> uh we're asking literally the exact opposite of that yeah we're just asking for five stars on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you're listening to this would be a great place. We also have a YouTube uh, channel where we have the video version of these podcasts. We have uh, an ability to like, comment and subscribe, which all seems great. You could do all you could hit us with three things on there. Five stars everywhere else. Three things in one place. A like whammy trippy the whams, dude. I didn't like that at all. <laughs> the trippy whams, man. Uh, speaking of Vegas, guess what, guys? This video, this episode is going to be a lot about Vegas. We're going to be at When We Were Young Fest. We're hanging out. We're vibing. We got uh, a couple of DJs. Mm-hmm. Question mark? Uh, we may have some uh, friends show up. Friends? So uh, keep an eye on our socials for that, too. Uh, that might also end up on Facebook. I'm not really 100% sure on where it's going to end up. But there will be uh, uh, posts about it. There will be events about it. So uh, stay tuned if you're in Vegas for when we were young on Wednesday. That'd be awesome. And if you're in town on Saturday, that'd be awesome. So we got just a bunch of cool shit happening. And uh, you should come. You should come hang out with us for some fucking reason. uh, uh, The beautiful people of Las Vegas, Nevada, United States, America have allowed us to put on our little uh, dumb DJ. So dumb emo social dj set yeah just let a bunch of uh fucking emo kids descend upon a land of debauchery and that's it they're like you i guess honestly all we need all we need uh all right well let's get into it let's talk with the vegas boys let's talk with uh the the vegas the vegas guys hey uh this is (laughs) look (laughs) Look, I ate spaghetti. I don't know what to tell you. Uh, this is spaghetti from Olive Garden. This is our episode with the hire. Welcome to the Emo Social Club podcast, broadcasting to you live from EmoSocialClub.tv. I am Brian. And I'm Lizzie, and we're here this evening with the hire. Thank you so much for hanging out with us, guys. No, no problem. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, should have you both introduce yourself you. uh, so that the 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 listening audience knows your names and and your voices, etc. Reggie, guitar player. That's Reggie. <laughs> that, was, that, was, that was perfect. Yeah. There we go. Rehearsed. It's all working out. We we we've been uh, uh, just kind of chatting behind the scenes a little bit, and I'm like, this is all rehearsal for the actual podcast, so. Uh, you know, it's like a band practice that we do before we eventually have to play the show of the podcast. Absolutely. Uh, it's good to practice. Yeah. Know what you're going to do. We never, I, I personally don't, but I think it's a good idea. The higher oh we practice at least once or twice before a show. 
when was the first hire practice to come back as a band again? Ooh, practice? That was that was for So What Festival. I think that was our first show, like really back, and um, it was it was I would say maybe like two weeks before the show or a week before the show. Yeah, we. I mean, it, it got down to the wire. It's like riding a bike for us. I mean, once you played these songs a couple million times, <laughs> uh, you know, you just get right back on that bike again. You know, I, I felt like I was like, oh, do I even remember and all the lyrics? And yeah, <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> They're all still there. Yeah, so, so if you want to know... Into muscle memory. It was in Las Vegas, and it was at a studio called MDV Studios. The very first day, it was just me drummer bass player and seth did you even come for that first day i don't even said it's lead singer seth here i don't think he graced us with his presence till the second day so he I wanted, wanted to, to make sure it. they were ready for me you know what yeah. i mean because i was so well prepared yeah <laughs> so then we rehearsed one day and then we rehearsed another day and i think like three or four days later we went down and played the so what festival in dallas so yep i mean I that's confidence yeah that's, yeah that that's knowing your craft well yeah I mean, we had a 25 minutes set, so we really only needed to practice like seven songs. I mean, one of them is Histrionics. If you're familiar with that song, it's a really mm -hmm. easy song. It's literally the hardest person it's on is Seth singing. It's, it's a high register. So, but the, for the rest of us, that's a really easy song. It's like a minute and a half seconds long. And then another mm -hmm. one that we did is a song called Pace Yourself, and that's just another very easy song. So, yeah, it's it's basically the same credit. song over again, and <laughs> in the same key. For our, uh, <laughs> our two our two practices, then show after not playing for twelve years, so yeah, we were just that good. Yeah, <laughs> I honestly like once uh, once you guys like announced the reunion, I put on on fire, which I haven't. I, I don't think I listened to it in in a, in a while, but I remember just. You know, having the 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 CD, I believe signed. I want to say it was signed from the 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 Epitaph Records tour. Wow, that's a moment. Oh, were, we were we carrying the silver sharpies? We yep, were on our yep. game back then, man. Yeah, <laughs> that was like a, a teaching moment for me to be a, a musician because I'm like, dude, you know you're real if you have a silver sharpie because it writes on everything. Because all these emo kids wearing black, carrying black accessories. How are you going to sign with a black permanent marker? It makes no sense. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's when you know you're big time, you know, <laughs> silver the sharpies second, are like, yeah, the these second, guys have been in the game a while. <laughs> the second moment we knew we were big time is when we could afford to get a Garmin GPS and we didn't have to Ooh, print out MapQuest. Yeah. We put that Atlas away. <laughs> yeah. That Atlas away. Atlas, Atlas, MapQuest. You're like, what's an Atlas? Yeah. We got the Garmin GPS and life changer. Like sometimes I think about that. I've seen like TikToks before because sometimes we get a conspiracy TikTok because we share a TikTok account and then they're like, the world's going to end. I'm like, okay, let's calm down. They're like, you're going to need to know how to read a map. And I'm like, how did people do that? <laughs> you yeah. printed MapQuest. It, it, <laughs> it is mind blowing actually now to like think back at it. It's one thing about like going from city to city and like following the the U.S. map and all that, but once you're in like Chicago, I mean, like take Chicago, you know how those roads and construction and all that stuff 
has changed. And so it's like literally we're trying to get to a club that's on a street that doesn't exist anymore. And now mm -hmm. it's a big construction area and we just know it's this way and we got to find side streets to find it. It was definitely a task. You just definitely had to account for an extra hour of searching. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it was <laughs> that. That is yeah. definitely one of those moments when you're like, okay, what was touring like in 06, 07 oh, no. versus like touring now? And it's just like, who's got an iPhone that can just like pull up Google Maps and get us there? I'm like, geez, we, we really did a good job just getting to a place where <laughs> we like have convenience. Yeah, we yeah. just had like, t we just printed out the map quests sometimes. And you know, you just have like the directions. I'm like, I followed this directions exactly. <laughs> I don't know how and we I ended up like out to. in the middle of a field somewhere. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, no. That was how I actually, like, we did that for Warp Tour back in those days. And we, like, the map quest directions led to, like, some dude's house in a cul-de-sac. And that dude would just stand in the front yard and say, sorry, guys, Warp Tour isn't here. Here's the directions oh to Tinley Park for Warp Tour. And, like, he just knew every year when Warp Tour is happening, he's going to have a bunch of kids come into his house. Maybe all the time. Maybe he just stood out there all the time just guiding concert but that's, doors to that's the venue. But that's also a real one, though. Like, Because he could have just been like, nah, I'm not doing this yeah, anymore. He like, good like, luck, kids. Guys, go away. <laughs> he probably tried that several times, and that just didn't work. And he realized, you know, I better lean into this. <laughs> we were saying, I wonder if uh, he ever had snacks there, too. Yeah, I think he had snacks and water bottles. I think he was like that kind of real one. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, next year, that's I'm going to be a vending machine. Fuck this. I'm making some yep. money. He knew all the bands. He's like, I should play the Warp Tour. He knew all the bands on it were broke, and yep. uh, needed needed to eat. What a, what a what <laughs> uh, We were talking about how you guys played Tinley Park uh, at Mojo's. I think Tinley Park. It's been gone no, for the, a while. I don't remember. Mojo's is Joliet. Joliet. That's right. Yeah, because it's Joliet. the Forge now. Yeah. So it was originally another location, and then they moved. To Jul I don't know if it was in Juliet already or they moved to Juliet. Whatever. The name Mojo's followed to this place in Juliet. It's a it it's a it's okay. It's like it a super okay town. Um there's a prison. I don't yeah. know. Uh and Mojo's. There's a casino was there. right next to it too. So <laughs> you see a gig and then go to the, the casino afterwards if you're yeah. feeling ready to go. Yeah. You know? we, that's how we feel at home. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Vegas. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, but we were talking about the the Epitaph Records tour, and I just want to look. It was like it's like a core memory in my brain, primarily because of the acapella song that you did. Uh, you did Usher Nice and Slow as like a, a a middle part of it. So this tour was, uh, and and you'll tell a better story than me. But the tour was the Hire, I Am Ghost, the Matches, and Escape the Fate, like at the heyday. Absolutely. Ronnie Radke days. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's man. The, I mean, that's just, he was a character I, all in himself. Honestly, that, you wouldn't have gotten that, uh, that Usher nice and slow acapella. If, uh, they knew where their guitarist was, they would have just gone right on stage. Really. That was actually, they were like, go fill some time. Cause we can't find this guy. <laughs> One of the, I, I don't even remember which guitarist it was. One of the guitarists, and, and the Metro is, is, it's a big venue and it's easy to get lost. I get it. But I mean, he was really lost. 
and didn't realize like the show is like going on man you're about to be on stage and so they're like we need to fill time and uh ryan from i am ghost was already like out there and he was like hey seth come out here and do that acapella song that i would usually do that on the epitaph tour out in the parking lot and it was Mm -hmm. kind of like a hey after the set come and say hi to us and i'll bust out an acoustic song like a pace yourself or something and then we'll do acapella usher or or some other artist of the time and yeah you you got a really good night i i, I had the actual beatbox with ryan behind me and that was yeah he, he was good it is insane how that affected my like that is my karaoke song because of that night because of that night um i uh i uh it's a cra- <laughs> did you cry <laughs> i didn't cry uh but i did uh immediately copy it at college with a buddy of mine who also beatboxed and i was like hey we're just gonna do nice and slow don't worry about it like the guy's not gonna know i did it he'll never find out so now that we're Joke's sitting on here you, <laughs> you'll never believe it i stole it from this guy his name is usher and he, <laughs> you know he did it and i was like man that's really good i think i'm gonna do that usher like, Raymond. what if i was usher actually u-s-h-e-r-r-a-y-m-o-n-d Nobody and it never you leaves your brain me yeah. see it just doesn't leave your brain Another yeah. another quick little story about um, that Chicago show. The sound guy that had been on the tour for the entire tour got fired that night. Oh, McWaters. Um, McWaters got fired <laughs> because, because the night before we played in Cleveland and we got in a huge fight with these like random college kids at, a, like, at the bar next door to the venue. It was like As a you sport do. bar. And Ronnie was, of course, instigating the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And McWaters... Like, of all the mayhem that happened, McWaters got laid out by one of the college kids. And the tour, like, for some reason, blamed him for it. And he got, like, fired. I don't know. It was... That that whole tour was... He got hit, and then he got fired, which which really didn't make a lot of sense. Well, here's the thing. Was he far from home, too? uh, Ronnie Radke, 1,000%. Yeah. (laughs) It was wild. That that whole tour was probably Seth. Would you say that was the wildest tour we, we ever did? Uh, I mean, it, it, it definitely it's definitely up there in the wild times. What was, what was wilder than that? I I don't know. We we definitely have a couple of stories that will remain untold for the rest of our lives. <laughs> but I mean, the drama on that tour was like it was crazy. It was. I mean, now we know that Roddy Radke was causing problems before he even got on TikTok. <laughs> and if we ever clip this and put this on TikTok, he's going to stitch us and then probably try to start beef with all of us collectively. I mean, there I, were... love, I love Ronnie. If he wants to start a beef with me, that's yeah. fine. Um, yeah. Cute. I'll, I'll press is good press. Yeah. I'll just keep saying Ronnie's name a couple more times. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's for the algorithm. It's for, we're, uh, we're you know. We're on Twitch. The... We're, we're in his domain. Yeah. We're in his Ronnie, place. rate us. We'll, we'll, we'll be nice. Maybe. We'll, there maybe were like, we'll see. Let's I remember there were a bunch friend. of like... Dude, Let's play Call of Duty. Actually, <laughs> actually, Ronnie, I mean, Ronnie made a bet with our guitarist, Tom Oaks, at the time that 10 years from now, he was going to be more famous than Tom. And Tom thought he would be more famous than Ronnie. And Ronnie, you win. Good job, man. <laughs> 
You have won. You owe me Wonderful. ten bucks. <laughs> yeah. You owe me ten bucks and a slice of pizza. <laughs> like at the time, what you can afford, and it's like, well, all right. No, actually, like, actually, well, now that I think back on that, you what you need to look up is look up uh, Seth from the Hire sings Usher with Ronnie Radke because there was I think we were in it was in like Rhode Island and I was doing that the cover of that song and Ronnie came out and sang it with me. I don't remember okay. that for some reason, but yeah. it happened. <laughs> I remember looking up a lot of YouTube videos about it um back in the time because there were this like a lot of like the the I think I, I don't want to say it was the Academy is TV TAI TV that like made everybody say like oh we have to do like tour videos and all that but it's like my like it's like my cultural touch point that I'm like oh yeah the Academy has started doing that and then everybody started making videos of their like tour stuff and I remember it was like very much the Ronnie Radke show and I was like guys just show me the hire I'm trying I'm trying to see the <laughs> other bands on the damn tour I get it whatever but I want to see the hire fuck it <laughs> we I I loved opening up that 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 show because you know it was just early enough that the kids weren't you know disappointed that they were getting the pop band at the rock show <laughs> and then for the rest of the night we could like we could get as drunk and party as hard as we wanted to basically while all the mayhem was happening yeah <laughs> you know? it was a fun tour yeah feeling bored Ooh. well don't be Alternative pop artist Penny Board is on the road this October. From the 27th through Halloween, the Dallas-based artist makes stops in Tulsa, Topeka, Chicago, and Nashville. They'll perform songs like Cherry Chapstick, Gemini, along with nostalgic covers and new songs. Tickets are on sale now. We promise it'll cure your boredom. I'm trying to think if you guys ever came back through Chicago that I saw you. That's like my my main point. And now I'm like, wait, why are there no Chicago shows announced? Yeah, I was about to bring that up because you guys have Ann Arbor, who was also a a friend of the pod and then Ghost Club, too. And we're like, we're Chicago besties. Where's where's Chicago, guys? (laughs) Honestly, Uh, I was maybe in the new year. I was one of our best markets, and I, I don't know why it didn't work out that way, but. Hopefully you next guys are year. in the middle, you guys are in the middle of everything. You know, we're going to the East Coast and the West Coast, and you guys are on the middle coast. <laughs> we are the middle, as Jimmy Eat World says, so you yeah. should just make us stop. <laughs> it, we we got to make it happen. We, we definitely will we'll play there at some point, but uh, we'll, we'll probably have more shows in the new year. Good. Yeah. We played a, we played a House of Blues downtown. Is that, is that still there? Mm-hmm. That's yeah. still there, yeah. We played there with um, Seth. Do you remember who we played there with? I think that God, was so with many. June. We that was with June yeah. on the June tour. Might have been. Was it Motion City? Is that soundtrack? Um, maybe it was. I'm not sure. I honestly, there all of my <laughs> all of our shows are blended together since we played so many. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I forgot what, what I ate shows for did you play 15 morning, years ago? So, I mean, I think it was eggs. I think. Who knows? <laughs> uh, we were also going to see you out in Vegas at the When We Were Hungry Fest, which is now canceled, canceled unfortunately. unfortunately. So now we're bummed because we're going to be in your hometown. And now 
you know you i mean we're still you. we're still playing a show that same night i mean the show will go on it's just going to be just us and alisana and who else is on that is that ann arbor's still on that reggie um i don't think they're they're playing it with us and i'm not i don't think I'm not sure i'm not really sure what who the other opening bands are oh rookie of the year's on it rookie yeah, of the year's rookie playing of the year's it. um one of the dudes yeah. from um metro station has a new band and is playing on it okay because i saw yeah. some of these other ones i'm like i've never heard of these bands who are these people <laughs> see the problem is i've heard of all of these bands and i'm like damn it's a good show <laughs> Alisana threw it back to me. Yeah, I mean, so it'll be us and Alisana for sure, I know. And it'll be it'll be good times. So we have this conflict. That we, we've done this thing multiple times. We've done this the so same thing many In two times. different cities. Two different cities. <laughs> so the problem is that everything has to happen all at once now because all of the bands have reunited and are playing all of the best places that they can during all of the biggest emo festivals in every single city. And of course, we're going to uh, when we were young fest as well. But we're also because we're we're masochists seeing Panic at the Disco the night before. So Ooh. now we're going to be in Vegas seeing yeah. Panic at the Disco. Another Ve like, you know, it's like one of those things where it's like, I want to see y'all in your hometown because like it's the hometown crowd, right? But, well, but I mean, we it's are. also Panic at the Disco's hometown crowd if they're playing Vegas. Are they playing Vegas the 21st? Yep. Yeah, they are at T-Mobile. It would just be another show. <laughs> You're like, see, yeah. that's the issue. Well, our date here got canceled in Chicago, and it was the Saturday of Riot Fest because someone on their crew got COVID. So we're like, oh, well, at least we all bought tickets for the show in <laughs> Vegas. And then you and then when we were hungry, got canceled, and Brian and I were like, we can't even go. To this I was like, I was like, how am I gonna see the fucking hire now? And then it was like, oh, they're playing a show. Fucking. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Damn. Yeah, well, you know, we know how to pick them. Night. The Used is playing that night with um, uh, a day to remember, a, a story, a story of the God. year, have their own go somewhere. So it's like tough night. It's a rough night <laughs> for everyone. It's going to be an yeah, emo night, night in Vegas. We'll see you yeah. at the bar afterwards. We're going to yeah, be. Yeah, we'll catch you at the bar. There we go. <laughs> well, hey, if you're not doing anything on a Saturday or Wednesday, we're DJing some other evening yeah. nights around this outside, like in the city. But I think it's somewhere in like um. So we're North we're Vegas. DJing Saturday night at a at a bar downtown. We're doing like a an emo DJ set. Um, okay, then come to the Wednesday one. <laughs> if you're here early enough, so what you're saying is we're doing that a even DJ the night too. that you're doing a DJ set, we will also be booked and can't come. I I'm yeah. I love that how this works out for us you. besties. I don't think I think that it is a higher power that is saying get it uh, that is saying I can't see the higher <laughs> I think I think it's just saying that we have to come to Chicago yeah oh yeah do you need our listen, help because <laughs> I will listen, make we, it happen <laughs> we we met Mark at Riot Fest so we're chill we're besties IRL now we'll send it over to him be like hey yeah we cannot see this band no matter what we do. <laughs> Even though we will be like down the way from each other. Yeah. Can can you bring it to Chicago? Can you make Thank this happen you. in Chicago, please? What are the so what are like what's a venue that we would like make sense at playing right now? What's 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 yeah, fill us Maybe in on the bottom lounge? Chicago. Yeah. Probably bottom lounge. Okay. Like that's where 
Uh, or maybe Concord, but I feel like Bottom Lounge is more the vibe. Yeah, it's a little bit higher cap, and I think that it's good for like most most of the kids to come to. You know, like okay. where where can the kids get to real easy? And that's one of the venues that also has a lot more bands like in this scene. And uh, yeah, it just kind of makes more sense, I think. Well, hopefully it happens because yeah, we'd love to come back to Chicago. We. I think it's on, according to Spotify, it's our like most listened to market. And for some oh. reason, again, we're not playing the show there during this little <laughs> run of shows, but it is what it is. So, there were a lot of people yeah. from Chicago at Furnace Fest, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we had a lot of the Chicago homies down there. And they're like, are you going to be down here? I'm like, no. We wish. And now, have we known, <laughs> I've already made time because, <laughs> God damn it, it's all just happening. That's one of the guys from Sure Microphones, too. I think they're. Yeah, I mm-hmm. actually met that guy. I was on a podcast panel with him and I saw him post about it. I'm like, you're there? It's like, what's up, dude? <laughs> yeah, like, they, they hate a, they a smart a punk for me. Holding it down. Oh, yeah. Yep, uh, definitely. Furnace Fest looked like a lot of fun. Yeah. From dude, it was, it was good times. Home. Yeah. Furnace Fest was, was awesome. The. Um, just like the the grounds that it's on, it was really cool. Um, the one stage, it's like in like inside where like the furnace is oh. sort of, is like it's it's an awesome place to hold a festival. Um, it's kind of like for a festival too. There's like it's there's the kind of intimacy to it where you don't feel like really overwhelmed, which I I thought was really cool. Even though there's like thousands of people there, there's only three stages, so it's it's kind of like easy to navigate. Um, I just thought it was, I thought it was really well done. I thought the staff, um, was really awesome. Like everybody, security, it was, it was great. Yeah. I know our friend, um, Mike Zemer from, uh, third string records put that together and I was like, wow, that looks great. Cause I remember last year when he had put it on and after he did so what this summer too i was like oh wow this is really hustling and then he like posted the next day he's like all right then i have like these six other festivals coming up in like <laughs> eight yeah. months and i'm like yo bestie what's going on here yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah Zimmer's making it happen i'm i'm stoked about about him he's another guy uh grew up here in vegas too so we knew that's how we ended up on all those fests is Zimmer's a fan of the hire and hooked it up so <laughs> Seriously, everyone, yeah. everyone's a fan. Uh, you also have a new song record. We should probably talk about the new stuff that we can enjoy from wherever we are. So right now we still we only have two uh, songs from the EP that are out right now. I think the rest of them are coming out this following month. Um, it's it's a five song EP. So the songs you can hear right now is uh our single Free Ride, and then uh the the title track from the record, which is Elvis in Wonderland. And then we also uh, shot some uh, some music videos with our, our boy Alex Pemis. Came down to, to Vegas for a little bit and did a little bit of work for us. And uh, we uh, were able to get this guy, Bob, who uh, played Elvis for <laughs> our music video. Love that. And he yeah. was a champ. I found him on <laughs> He, oh my it god! It was the Craigslist Elvis, and he was 
He made the video. Yeah. He really, he was the man. I posted an ad and I said, I, I just, we needed an Elvis for a music video. And he was the first person that responded um, out of like five or six. And I just, I don't know, it was just luck really. And I just was like, yeah, come down. <laughs> we need you to be, it showed up. His outfit is, was awesome. Like it was, it was pretty incredible. Um, we got really lucky to get Bob to be Elvis. Um, so Craigslist, it, it does work sometimes. Yeah, Bob <laughs> is a star, and he yeah. he he uh, made our music videos awesome. So uh, people can, I think, check those out and stuff on our YouTube's. And um, yep, a free ride was a little bit more of you know a, a band interaction where we just uh, were able to kind of have a little bit of a, a theme and a plot. But Elvis is just Elvis in Wonderland is just him basically wandering up and down Fremont Street. And the moments are as candid and as perfect as possible. <laughs> Fremont Street is such a, a weird, fun place to be. It is the if you go come visit Las Vegas, the strip is awesome. But if you want to see real Las Vegas, you have to come to Fremont Street and see downtown Las Vegas. I went there when um so my first time ever in Vegas was back in like July and I saw the Jonas brothers for the residency. So I was with my brother. So I took my brother because I was with my parents. It's like a whole family thing. So I took my brother with me to Fremont Street and he was like, what is this? Why are we over here? I'm like, because I don't really vibe with the strip. Yeah. This is more my area. And he was like, of course it is. And he just like <laughs> looked at me. I'm like, well, yeah. stay with me now. <laughs> it's, That's our vibe. it's got the Santa Monica Pier vibe, you know? Mm hmm. Just really, it's the down and dirty of Las Vegas, but it is definitely, <laughs> it is it is where you're going to find the cheapest drinks, the best food, and that's where all like the locals will go. Mm -hmm. So a little, a little, uh, another little anecdote about Elvis in Wonderland, the song. When we released it, um, it got, I think that um, we're, we're, we're signed with this label called Secret Friends Music Group. Um, mm -hmm. Uh, Mark Woodbridge. I don't know if you guys know him or not. He owns. We yeah. met him at a riot fest. Yeah, in person, yeah. Finally. Um, but anyways, but anyways, he was going to market the uh, the song. Uh, there was a lot of hashtag, hashtag Elvis. Elvis. Uh, so uh, we got a lot of like Elvis Presley fans commenting on the posts, and they're like furious at us that we used oh, an, no. <laughs> we used an Elvis impersonator and they were like you're disrespecting Elvis and all this stuff and, was just, and we were just like whoa like we are just it's an impersonator and that's not our intentions weren't to disrespect Elvis Presley or anything like that we're just trying to the point of the video was to show you that being an Elvis impersonator can be cool at times for those people but a lot of times it can be really dark and that's kind of what the video was about it has nothing to do with Elvis it's just about being an Elvis impersonator. So. Yeah, kind of like the, the behind the scenes of Las Vegas because, you know, everybody sees, you see the Vegas shows and you see those kinds of things, but all those people live here and they do these shows mm -hmm. every day, day in and day out. And it's, and that's, that is the Vegas life for real. <laughs> yep. But, um, so yeah, we got a lot of like really crazy Elvis Presley fans, you know, wanting to, I mean, I don't know. It was, it was really bizarre to us um, that I, I thought that the video was pretty harmless. I don't know if you guys saw it or not, but it's I pretty mean, I don't, 
I want to think like impersonators are something that people like who are big fans would like relatively enjoy as long as it's done well, you know, yeah. like and people wouldn't be upset like when pe- um like there's Britney Spears impersonators and like she's alive still. But yeah, people they were, are they into were it. shaming Elvis and I, I wasn't having it. I, you know, wow. I mean, I wasn't. Yeah, higher we 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 don't fat shame. You know what I mean. <laughs> so. well, they, they were making comments about the Elvis, uh, the Elvis in our video. He's a bigger guy, and they were like, Elvis never got that big. And I was just like, it's not. You guys are missing the whole point of it. Yeah. You're missing the whole point. Like, first of all, yes, he did. But second of all, that's not the point here. Yeah. <laughs> well, so like, there are people of all backgrounds and all all races all sizes all types of people that are elvis impersonators like how can you be mad about any of it it's just like i mean maybe it's because the movie came out like maybe it's it's everybody has a different view of who elvis was for some reason but like it's taken on a life of its own that everybody should just be kind of aware of i would think that just seems so weird to me yeah Yeah, no disrespect to the king no we were just like really surprised by that type of response and that we somehow got on some sort of Elvis algorithm where a bunch of Elvis fans saw the video and heard the song and like were, I guess, I mean, but again, this is back to the, uh, uh, the, the adage that no, uh, there's no such thing as bad press though. We'll, we'll take Mm -hmm. it. We'll take any listens or views or anything, even if they don't like it, it's fine with us. So now I guess we're maybe waiting no, for they're all higher fans now. one of your shows. They're all higher <laughs> fans. But well maybe these uh these Elvis fan fan people will just start protesting outside of your your shows and be like, This isn't the real Elvis and then you're like, uh uh-uh, uh no, you're all, That'll you're be all great. fans. Now. I mean for ticket sales. I mean you guys go out there, you pass on higher. They're inside or outside the venue, that makes no difference to me. <laughs> Maybe you guys will do the soundtrack for the next Boz Lerman film. Yeah, there you go. Hey, listen. I I would I mean that would be the biggest probably the biggest break of our careers. <laughs> <laughs> oh so my, my battery is gonna die. I'm gonna run and get my charger. Hold hold down the fort, Reggie. <laughs> there we, we got go. This. Oh All man. Right. Oh my let's, god. So Seth, Seth let's is talk uh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Cool. Um well anyways. Yeah, that uh, uh, I still can't believe that that, that was happening. And uh, <laughs> our, our uh, Mark that I was referencing, he was freaking out about it, and he was going through like trying to delete messages as, or comments as they were coming in, and trying to like you know like, and we were just like, dude, don't worry about it. Like it's just it's <laughs> it just happens. Kind of amusing. So yeah. But. It's like not even like aggressively about your band or your music. It's like somebody, just, some people have just gravitated on something that is not at all associated. Like, if anything, it's proving the point about like the dark behind the scenes of the Elvis impersonator to have a bunch of people commenting on and like having a take about Elvis in like 2022, yeah. I guess. Yeah, no, exactly. We felt the same way. It was, it was, uh, an odd thing that we didn't see coming at all so <laughs> and like your your risk management like pitch meeting it was probably like oh what are some risks we're gonna have here when we release the album um, are we gonna have low sales is it gonna be like weird with streaming where are we gonna tour it's like we did not account for um 
Elvis stands. You consider here. Elvis. I don't think stand. anybody could ever thought thought about it. <laughs> no, never. Yeah, I mean. Anyways. And so we have new music, and uh... <laughs> well, the Elvis stands like the new music. Yeah. Does it sound like "Hunka Hunka Burning Love"? Are you gonna draw them in with it? <laughs> yes. Except I, I might not have the hip the hip thrusts that the king did, you know. I'm working on those. So how how is the music gonna be yeah. um hip thrusting here? Yes. You can believe in yourself and get those hips thrust in like Elvis did. I, I do. It takes confidence and uh <laughs> and rhythm. <laughs> the main ingredient to the hires new music, uh confidence and rhythm. That's that's actually the title track of our new uh, music that'll be coming out next year. Confidence and rhythm. Looking for some new music? The club has your back with our bangers only picks of the week. Gami Gang have returned on their spacecraft with their new song, Live from the UFO. Friends of the Pod Solder Bombs are stars in our eyes. And here's their latest single, The Star. And Islander and Angus Johnson drop their latest song, Isle of Dogs. What's the best dog you ever had? Her name. It was Victoria. She ruled the world for 60 years. I still fucking adore her. If you like what you hear, make sure to check out our Spotify playlist, Bangers Only, to keep up to date with the hottest tunes. What was... So, so I mean, obviously, like, a lot of bands are reuniting. Uh, we, we were talking to... We've talked with a few bands that have gotten back together. Luckily, a lot of them I was a huge fan of. So it's working out great for me. 2022 is just a top year for me. Yes. But the the idea of like a reuniting and then B putting out new music. So obviously you guys could have just said we're back. We're doing shows. We're doing the old stuff. Come see us. But you're also deciding, hey, we're actually going to put out new music, too. Uh, and I, I will say I do think that it's like very strong as like. Sometimes people put out new music, maybe just play the old stuff at the show, you know, but that's not the case with with your new music. So, like, why why did you want to do it? And also, how did you capture the magic again? I would honestly say that a lot of it has to do with COVID. I mean, when COVID hit, all of us were just kind of having more free time. And we had all kind of gone our separate ways in the sense of areas where we were living and at the time we were you know i think we were all just bored and you know like all by ourselves and jamming out and thinking hey wouldn't it be cool if we maybe just like made a demo or something or uh met up and put some songs together and i think that's really organically how it happened where reggie's like hey let's write to this and then face our bass player out in new york was like hey yeah I've, I've been writing to that and i like this and it just stemmed into hey why don't we all just meet in california and 
put some of this stuff to you know to the test and that's kind of how it all organically happened we got out there and just were putting demos together just having i would say fun at that time i mean at that point i don't even think i really considered playing shows i think we were just all like let's see what these songs sound like and then once they started sounding good and we were like oh wow yeah we we still know how to do this and we still have this same higher vibe but it, it, you know the new stuff is sounding just like a little bit more mature what the basically what the band would have sounded like if we were making music still today once it sounded so good that we were like all right let's get a producer and really record this we got it in uh, mike pepe's hands who is a really talented producer and uh, these songs took on a new life i mean each song it, when you hear this ep you're going to be like all five of these songs sound different almost as if they're different genres but yet like the higher and if you are a fan of on fire or anything of the higher you will definitely hear that in these new songs where i'm like oh wow this sounds like the higher but just sounds like what we would have progressively gotten to at this point and then i think once me and reggie you know realized hey i think we have enough time to play some shows or do some things we kind of opened up our eyes to it and now people are asking us to play more shows than we even can say yes to. You know what I mean? Which is a good problem to have. You know, it's me. I'm asking you to play the show. It's literally Brian and you I because we can't go to any of your shows right now. Over and I was yeah. like, this guy's not going to stop writing us unless we. I'm just glad you got my letters, and you know, I finally yep. got a response. So I feel good and, about and it. And now, now he's reaching into the DMs just to remind you mm -hmm. after the fact. Now that's right. So be ready. <laughs> like, yo, when are you guys coming to Chicago? Slide in the DMs on us there. I like it. This is a there. solid move. Don't so. don't air my DMs on the internet, please. Air them. Do it. In all seriousness, though, we have a we've, that's a lot of the shows that we've gotten is because the promoters reached out to us on Instagram and been like, "Hey, we want to like we almost played Salt Lake um, in November." And a promoter like reached, DM'd us and was like, hey, I want to book you guys in Salt Lake. And then we passed it along to the person who books our shows. And it was it almost happened. And so, yeah. It's George is having a baby. Our our drummer, George, George is having, having a baby. baby. Couldn't do it. Oh, That's no, very fair. Bring, Couldn't make it happen. Bring the baby to the show. Salt Lake like, Here you go. We'll, we'll let the baby, like, you know, have a month or two with his dad. And then we'll take him away again. So... <laughs> yeah yeah what how much okay i i oh, don't no. have kids so this is all in jest here because obviously i understand it but also like <laughs> what's more important like the kid or the way that i'm going to react at the show you know like i mean on. absolutely they're they're about the same you know yeah yeah <laughs> i actually just had a little baby boy this year yeah we saw oh congrats yeah, yeah. Party time excellent, so, you know. So now, are you bringing him to the higher shows? Uh, Put the little baby ab headphones ab on? Absolutely not. <laughs> going to protect his, his ears at all costs. He's already got to deal with me singing to him straight straight to the straight to the face you know what i mean he, straight to the face you're just like holding him and he's like oh my god stop he's this. like stop practicing on me dad <laughs> i didn't ask to be born like this 
it's more uh like i thought you were gonna say like i'm not bringing him to the shows he's not a fan <laughs> he's not a fan yeah he's he's heard me at my best and he's he if it was a panic at the disco show he'd be there so mm-hmm. yeah there you go he's like that's my vegas band them and the killers we'll see it we'll see at those shows Well, we also see too, like we we were talking with the Juliana theory, and you know they were also like, yeah, we're like a dad, and like my kids don't um think I'm cool. Do you anticipate that happening, where your son is going to get older and be like, this isn't cool? Well, that's the reality. Is is someone else? (laughs) Is they're right? Um, I'm a dad, and I'm I'm not cool, you know. But uh, (laughs) that's okay, you know. Uh, Not cool people make music too, and. It just is like, I don't know. I I think that like if I grew up in a in a more musical home, I'd probably be like, oh, this fucking rules. But then I probably wouldn't be here like talking to bands on a podcast. So I'm also like, man, it's a good thing that like I am doing exactly the opposite of how I grew up. But I also am like, if I have a kid and I'm like, here's good music. Here's what music you should like they're they're immediately gonna hate it and just like something else and i just imagine that's how i mean are you gonna bring the, the kid scene. on the podcast you'll just have him in you know the background back there you'll yeah. just i think have him in a rocking chair you just be swinging back and forth he needs to answer for his question he needs to answer for himself you know get him on <laughs> he the needs record a name he needs to know three songs minimum yeah. The little of every band. I saw there were so many babies at Furnace Fest. I was I was missing my baby when we were there, but <laughs> all these babies with their little headphones and their, mm-hmm. you know, that protecting their ears from the metal that was ensuing <laughs> that day. There are going to be some really metal metal babies in Birmingham, I mean, Alabama. Those, those yeah, babies are ten times more hardcore than we will all be collectively. Right after that, honestly. You yeah, know. they they're, they're going to be dad. ready for the pit earlier. There was a, no, there was a dad that had uh, during In Flames set. Um, there was a, a dad that had the girl had to have been like six or seven years old, and he had her in the in the pit like, and they were just like kind of running around it, and like, but everybody was like really uh, cautious to like make sure that she was like having fun running around, and it was kind of cute. But it was, I was scared. Like a barricade around her. Yeah. Oh, that's cute. (laughs) Yeah, it was cute. It's kind of badass. Yeah. Yeah, that's hardcore. I've seen a lot of TikToks lately of people like bringing their kids like metal or hardcore shows. Yeah. And like, I've seen ones where they just put them in like a pit that's like not in the pit, but it's a few rows back. And people will make this mini pit so the kid can like, you know, knock them down. Yeah. So they'll go up and just like shove somebody softly. Mm -hmm. And they're like, oh man, you got me. (laughs) I'm like, that is so cute. (laughs) <laughs> yes they're raising their kids right yeah see that's how you make a kid grow up and and like the music is you in, integrate them into the scene and you bring them into it so that they are like oh it is cool and it's not lame that like you know my dad does this or you know oh this is the music that my parents listen to i'm not listening to that shit For sure. well i i do the cover band thing here in vegas and i've been doing that for hmm. the last couple of years too and i'll bring uh uh, my girlfriend, she has two little girls that are four and six, and they come out and they'll rock out. And it's so funny to see the the styles of music that they like uh, in comparison. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. it, it's never what you expect them to like. 
the, my girls, they, they like mostly the, the rock songs. Mm-hmm. Oh, there you go. When you said the Killers, they're big fans of the Killers, too. Good taste. I do love the Killers. <laughs> did you guys killers like... Casey Musgraves. Nice. Also you, good taste. Did you guys like Riot Fest? Yeah, yeah we, we go every year. We were able to get a press this year, though, for the podcast for the first time. So that was a really cool experience. Yeah. Nice. Well, what was the highlight for like music, like set wise? I mean, Mike Hem headlined on Friday, so it's hard to okay yeah. have any complaints about that. Yeah. Uh, and this is also probably a question for you guys, but like having uh, like Mike Hem, you know, a band that hasn't been around in 10 whatever years, uh, having like 15 year olds, 16 year olds that are super into it now. And I'm like, how I was, I was like 18 when I got into them when they're when like the first record came out, I'm a hundred years old, but it's like, how are these like new kids learning this music and knowing every word? And I'm just like kind of blown away that a band that like went away and then came back has this like new audience that is there. Uh, I mean, that was very like, okay, these kids like get away from me. Like, I don't want to watch my favorite band, you know, with all these kids with around. The kids. Yeah, but um, them and Youngblood. Youngblood was like a surprise uh, surprise thing for me. I was like, I didn't think I was going to like it as much as I did. And he like really put on a, a good show. Nice. Yeah, I really liked Anne Berlin. I hadn't seen them since they did a Q101 show years ago. And I was like the only one of like five people like really stoked for them yeah. because I forgot who they were opening up for Rise Against, I think. And I was like, wow, this is a great lineup for me personally, but apparently not for everybody else. So I'm having a great time here. Um, So I was able to finally see them after all these years. And then we were interviewing Foxy Shazam and then Steven actually crashed our interview. So Brian's freaking out because he loves Foxy Shazam. And then Steven comes in and crashes and I'm freaking out. I'm like, sir. (laughs) Yeah. We oh, made nice. this podcast for the sole experience of just talking to all of our favorite bands. So this yeah. is, it's working great out idea. really well. Yeah. It's a great idea. I love it. Did, yeah. uh, it, it. It is a great, flawless idea. Did Armor for Sleep play Riot Fest? They did no, not. We, we had talked to Ben and he was like, I don't know why we're not there. And we're like, honestly, bestie same because you have no Chicago dates again. Yeah. I don't know what is, I, I listened to the Ben interview that you guys did mm. and, um, yeah, I we Ben's a, we've we've never toured with uh, Armor for Sleep, and but we we know Ben like just Seth, you know him pretty well, don't you? Yeah, I mean, just growing up throughout the years, we would just always be everywhere together, <laughs> and so um, yeah, Ben's a good guy, uh, um, and we we never got the chance to play with them, but I, when they started booking shows. I talked to him. I was like, yeah, man, if, if, it, if our paths ever crossed, that would be great to finally play a show with you guys. So. Yeah. We'll be in Vegas that weekend. That's, that's a Chicago date then guys. Yeah, Cause Ann Arbor, Arbor hasn't played a Chicago date. Armor for sleep yeah. heaven. And you guys have, <laughs> we, we just we do need a super to get date. The Academy in, is in the audition in June in on, on the, on the mix, you know? Okay. Yes. <laughs> it's a mega day. 100% fest. you do. <laughs> The audition uh, are they? They're not together, are they? I know they did Riot Fest a few years ago. Music. Really? Okay. Yeah. Cool. Nice. I think they. Uh, I think they're on that reunion, or or that like every so often they'll play a show as the audition. I remember they played Riot Fest here, like, 
all the Chicago bands eventually reunite and just do Riot Fest at a random moment uh, in the years. So it works out for us if you're from Chicago, but it doesn't work out so much if you're, you know, a Vegas band. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, have you guys seen that, like, younger generation? Like, oh, you know, we've been listening to The Hire for a few years and I wish that you guys came back and now you're back. And so there's like a bunch of 15 year old or high school kids that are like, oh, my God, I can't believe this band is back. You know, we've seen a lot less of that and more of these 30 to 35 year olds that are like, yeah, I loved your band back in the day. It's exactly <laughs> Brian. <laughs> uh, I, I would say we've seen a plethora of that. You know what I mean? I, I would say that, you know, we just when it, it, we have had a lot of newer fans and that has been really exciting, but it, the newer fans have to be shown our, our band somehow, some way, you know, mm -hmm. and it takes a, a, an older person usually to say, Hey, I used to listen to this band. They sound like <laughs> these bands that you already love and usually works out in our favor, you know, after they get a chance to either see us live or um, somebody plays them histrionics or insurance or something. Mm -hmm. yeah i know for a fact um we i i also i'm faculty advisor of a college radio station so i have a lot of like college age kids and i'm trying to like show them more music that we need to upload and everything one of them was doing press also at riot fest and taking back sunday was playing behind us and this like made me like crumble because i'm like you know these songs like you we, you play them like i know you know them and they're like who's this and we're like oh it's taking back sunday they're like I've never heard of them. That's an older like, band. I think I'm too young <laughs> like, for Taking Back Sunday. And I... She's I, 21, mind you. Wow. Like, not that young. <laughs> I think multiple organs inside of my body at that point failed. Like, it was just... I literally, I like, walked away. I was like, this. I can't... My brain is having a moment. I'm like, you know this band. Like, we have them. <laughs> we have it at the radio station. But anyway, to the point... Because we get also get the pressers for you guys, so we'll get sent it. And I'm like, oh, hey, put this in. And then they'll be like, oh, I kind of like this band. I'm like, okay, good. Go listen to them. Wow. So that's also happening. I'll listen least. Wonderland on repeat on college radio stations. Get the kids in. Yeah, that's right. That's yeah, what's so funny is we were, we were even talking about it after our set at Furnace Fest, how the biggest difference in our music from back then to now is the length of songs. Hmm. So it's like all of our songs seem like three, three minutes long tops. And all of our old songs are just like five minutes. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like so much longer. It's, it's kind of crazy. People's attention spans have totally gone away. So like free ride is two minutes and 20 seconds. Elvis in Wonderland is two minutes and 40 seconds. Mm -hmm. like that's, yeah yeah having I mean, uh having a physical cd putting it in listening to everything versus like ah it's on spotify i'll just play it you know well that that's when we we all know the the the, the kids won't know the poison of buying a band cd and hoping there's more than two or three good songs on there mm -hmm. <laughs> so that you're like or, or actually buying an album and listening to it all the way, pulling out the CD and the lyrics and like actually engulfing the music. Where now it's like they're gonna stream it for 
for a couple seconds, and if it doesn't catch their ear in those couple seconds, on to the next. Mm -hmm. The other way was going on LimeWire and then hoping that the virus you gave the computer was worth it. Yes. <laughs> this Creed song doesn't ruin my life. <laughs> there was a there was another one that was like something bear, right? Bear share. Bear share. Yeah. Uh, Kazaa. Pirate Bay. Kazaa. Yeah. Kazaa yeah. was a good one. Napster. Yeah. I, I, I'm old enough. I used Napster. Yep. Oh yeah. See, this I had is... to, I had to do research <laughs> on Napster because I I had to teach it, and I was like, I don't know anything about this. I never used this. Boy. Then I was like, Oh my god, this is insane. Lizzie's too young for Napster. It's blowing my mind. <laughs> I remember first. I remember when I first like downloaded it and sitting like, and I like downloaded a song. I, I felt like I was like, oh my god, like it felt wrong at the time. I remember feeling like this isn't, this is like, this is like kind of amazing, but it feels like I should get in trouble for doing this. <laughs> the beginning of the end. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's like you wouldn't download a car, and then nowadays we're like actually. We might. Dude, I download the could. shit out of a car if I could. I <laughs> yeah. download it a hundred cars. Carvana. Sorry. Literally buy a car on an app now. It's wild. I mean, okay, we can't here in Illinois because they had a whole thing. Yeah. We can't do it here anymore. There's no Carvana. But we have no, no. They had a whole thing where it was like a scam online and people. It was like a whole bunch of like stuff that went down. But we have a Carvana headquarters here, and you can see it from the expressway. They sold the cars yeah. in like mm -hmm. this huge tower, yep. but they can't sell them in Illinois anymore. And I think it's kind of ironic. That is ironic. And it, that's pretty interesting. That's <laughs> crazy. There's a big... We can't... A, go ahead, sorry. We can't all be Vegas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Where the huge things work. One of those tower car things, like right on the, the other side of the strip. It's a gigantic tower of mm -hmm. car. And yeah. Now here's the thing. If is it like, if I win enough at the casino, could I go there and be like, can I trade? <laughs> like you put it in as like a swapsies. They have a whole deal with the strip. You got to go to the pawn shop first, and then and then you get the money, yeah. and then you can go to the casino. Oh, you yeah. mean the pawn the pawn stars pawn shop? Uh, no, don't go there. That's like not even like a real pawn shop anymore. Yeah, so, yeah. Just a studio. Upsetting. I did yeah. go there at one point, and I'm like, just to see. I don't even watch the show. I just wanted to see, and I'm like, mm, yeah. it's nothing great. Yeah, definitely. I am. Uh, I'm secretly a huge fan of Vegas because I was always like going there as a kid. But then I'm like, I don't really like gambling. I just like drinking and people watching, and it's still great for that. Oh, it's perfect for that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I'll just sit there and pretend to put a nickel in until the 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 server comes by and go, Oh, I'd love a gin and tonic, and then no, you just do the penny slots because I did that and I won like. $40 and it was fine. Ridiculous. And then some random drunk man gave my brother um $100 and then my brother won $150 and then dipped because the dude was so drunk and he was like, I'm going to go back to the hotel room. I'm like, all right, cool. So that can also happen. Definitely. Easily. <laughs> Easily. Uh, on a, a Tuesday. On yeah. a Tuesday. I am very excited to get thousands of emo kids to Vegas for one week and just see how uh, chaotic it is. But like also not chaotic because I'm like, these are a bunch of old emos and then a bunch of like 15, 16 year olds who are not going to be on the casino floors, obviously. So it's like, what is it going to look like when emos descend upon Vegas and then go, all right, we're leaving. Bye. 
There's going to be a I lot of it, black and a lot of people that regret wearing that black. Yeah. Yes. I hope there's a lot of, I hope to see a lot of people kind of really like just going headfirst into like the nostalgia. And I hope to see a lot of like hair over, oh, yeah. you know what I mean? Even, even if they don't do their hair like that anymore, I want to see like, I want to see all of that. The clipping extensions, throw yes. them in. Wear, wear a wig. I just, I hope that people really just go for it. And it's like kind of like that type of vibe where everybody's, it's like almost like it's so close to Halloween that it almost feels like a costume party. Yeah, like Seth. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Just go the full thing. Yeah. Just, I want, I, I'm, I'm in a, I'm in a when we were young uh, fest Facebook group. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, your, oh your my swoop God, that is, is going yes. from the underside of your face, so it's just your eyes instead of the other side where you can't see it. He looks yeah. like the girl from The Ring. That's what he looks like. Mm. Oh my God. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right now he does. He looks like the girl from The Ring. He's going to come out of the TV and fucking kill you guys. I'm sorry. Yeah. I don't know if I can cuss on this show. No, oh, you, you can. can cuss. Oh, you yeah. can. Just don't you can bring up anything. Yeah. yeah, you can yeah, bring up horror movies. God forbid. You just can't call anyone a simp either. Otherwise, God forbid. Lizzie, you, you can Lizzie, drink they're no smoking. Lizzie, I've received the ban email. So sorry. Oh my God, I cannot <laughs> believe. Uh, we got a couple minutes left and then we'll we'll take some questions from our uh, our friends over on Twitch. Uh, but before we, we wrap up the recording, uh, let's make sure we promote this show that is happening in Vegas for all the kids that are going to be in town. Because most people are flying in Thursday so they can make the show. They can come and see the hire and they Alisana can. and they, yeah. mostly they the hire. Cowards. So uh, let's let's shut out that show. Twenty five dollars. It's a cheaper show in town. A deal. Uh, let's shout that out. Let's shout out the uh, the the new EP, which is coming out soon. Is there a date on it yet? Is it? Yep. Seth knows. Seth, go ahead. Is do I know? I I don't know. I. <laughs> it I, is October fourteenth. October fourteenth, Seth. Come on. Yep. Listen, come on, guys. Like, know. listen, you can listen to it on the plane to Vegas, mm -hmm. and everyone's ready. Preparing That's yourself your record. for our Getting acoustic it in the set mind. outside. Yeah. We should just we should just like we were young. Out, in the histrionics for like an hour. For you guys in the parking lot. Do it on Sunday, cause Saturday we have to go no. DJ, and you do too. No, do it on. Do it on both days. Just do it every day. Do it both days. Listen, do just, it every day. just come come early to the Wednesday DJ night we're doing and then play it outside of it and then maybe just come inside and play just, it. Just come and hang out See, with we're us. fine then. <laughs> yeah, if you put Histrionics on, I'll, I'll sing along with it. Oh. There we go. I'll play Histrionics. For your DJs. I'm, I have to play the Anthem of Vegas. I can't just do that, you know? The Anthem of Vegas. Yeah, it's it's... When we were young, what by do the mean, killers. I write sins, not tragedies. And then it's I, I, thought, write it, sins. I thought it was Vegas Lights by Panic at the Disco because it has the word Vegas. Mr. Brightside, right? Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Mr. Brightside. No, okay, I saw uh, the I saw the worst take on the, the 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 Vegas hits. We'll we'll get back there to the histrionics and uh, it's uh it's Vegas Skies by the Cab. We close this out for the night, and then we just yes. <laughs> the lineup. They're not from. Are they? They're not from Vegas. Cab is from Vegas. Oh, oh shit! Yeah. Damn, they're like our baby brothers. Cute. What? There's something. There's something good that happened in Vegas from like 2000 to 2009. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, well, we lost. Uh, <laughs> we lost Reggie. Reggie keeps trying to pop back in, so we'll probably yeah, he'll come uh, back, Mr. Boo. Yeah, but uh, uh, 
we'll we'll give it a second here and then we'll do like our little like oh thanks for coming and we're gonna go that's how i not at all how i say it no it's, it's usually not but sometimes it could be i do weird voices that was very tip last though of you thank you i haven't watched usually the show does Kermit, but, so uh we're switching it up I was at uh, my own band practice yesterday because I also have a cover band, an emo cover band of uh, of varying qualities. And uh, I was like randomly doing like a like Japanese dub voice or sub voice. And I'm like, oh, my I'm like, what? Is, dude, just Why play, are you doing this? I don't know. I was like, just play Miss Murder by AFI. Let's move on. <laughs> yes. Is that what is that the kind of music your cover band does? We're a, an emo cover band, yeah. Yes. Yeah. I wish I, 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 I all the music that I cover is top forty. So oh. no emos. Mr. Brightside well, is as emo as I get. Yeah, you could you could definitely do Sugar you We're could, Going Down. You could yeah. do I Write Sins. You could, you could do Yellow Card even. Like, you could do at Ocean, least Ocean Avenue. Avenue. Don't we sure. do a little Blink one eighty two and some Jimmy yeah. Eat World? Uh, there you go. And get away with those. Okay. Is your cover band playing while we're in Vegas? Oh my god. <laughs> yes. Oh shit. We're getting in on Tuesday night that week. You are. I'm getting in on Sunday night. <laughs> You're still getting in on Sunday? Oof. I don't know what, I mean, what if... dates I'm playing. I know I'm playing actually the day of when we were young. Oh. Uh we 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 have like a DJ set. Or that's happening at the Griffin on I think it's the twenty second, mm-hmm. but I am playing at the M Resort from eight till midnight before I go meet up with them over at that. So, but I I, I don't I'm not sure I haven't really looked at my schedule. Uh, maybe I will maybe I will have a, a cover gig happening while you guys are there. Well, fingers You'll crossed. Have to slide into my DMs. I'm I'm, I'm about to slide. I'm about to do a a a real slide a into those DMs. Slide into it. About to cha cha slide into those DMs to check out your cover band. Uh, and since we're we're still missing Reggie, I'll just go ahead and say uh, uh, we'll 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 talk to everybody over on Twitch. Hopefully Reggie can come back in for there. Uh, but uh, Seth, yep, if he makes it, he does, and if he doesn't, you know. And if he doesn't, he doesn't. Uh, it's rip. <laughs> yeah, rip. Uh, but uh, Seth, Reggie, in spirit. Uh, thank you so much for hanging out with us tonight on the pod. Yeah, dude. Yeah, no, thanks for having us. I no, we were stoked about it. Uh, it, you know, it's good to, to know that there's some, you know, somebody out in their, in their thirties that still remembers the hire. You know what I mean? That, that feels good. Uh, that's violent. You're not even from Las Vegas in Chicago, I... living the dream. <laughs> Just a dude in Chicago just having a great fucking time. <laughs> Thank you for checking out this episode of the Emo Social Club podcast. Again, five stars. That's, That's what we're only. worth. That's our value. We are worth nothing less. A like, a comment, a subscription over on the YouTube channel, Emo Social Club, on everything. Get after it. Do it. And if you're on the fence, do it for me because I've had a terrible week. And yeah. otherwise, I'm going to yell at you. And you do not want me to yell at you but i will get you give us fence. less than five okay get off the fence get off your attitude i don't know what? i don't know man look we 
we only have right now at this moment october to look forward to and it's still september we're very much looking forward to october we got a bunch of fun stuff coming up we got a bunch of good stuff to announce we're gonna see you all in vegas we're gonna have a great great time right yeah that's all that matters we will catch you uh i mean next week we'll have another podcast out yeah is that crazy uh, besties i know it's like every tuesday or whatever so we'll see you next week from everybody here at the emo social club I'm Brian. And I'm Lizzie. Goodbye. Nope. Bye. Bye. You breathed. Are you laughing at me breathing? No, you just sounded like you were going to say something and it's like, I'm recording and it's like, I don't want to say it anymore. <laughs> Oh no, Brian fucked it up.